Hello, superstars. Welcome back to the show. Merry Christmas, of course, if you are pressing play on the day of release of this one. Um, funny little anecdote, I notice I say good day a lot on, when I'm kicking off these episodes, but I was looking this morning and turns out uh, it's a pretty decent sample size of, of listeners that aren't from Australia. So just very aware of not living into that stereotype too much, but look, I'll mix it up with the intros. Anyway, this is going to be short and sharp and probably the final episode of the Brain Taming Show for 2020. Of course, we'll be back in 2021 with tons of... Uh, episodes and lots of really interesting guests that I've got lined up for you guys. Um, it's been a really cool year on that front in terms of podcasting and building a little bit of a community. So mad love to everyone that does listen. If you're a first time um, listener here, then welcome. <laughs> Hopefully enjoy this episode, get some value and um, continue to, to stick along for the journey into 2021. But this is going to be short and sharp, um, final episode of 2020. And I really wanted to highlight some ideas around resetting our energy Coming into the new year, there's all kinds of conversations we could have uh, at this time of year to, to reset, recharge, set goals, things like that. I've shared some thoughts on previous podcasts um, about intentionality and goal setting coming into the new year. And this one here is really just some some thoughts I was journaling on that I hope you find valuable um, around resetting our energy, right? So 2020, I don't have to say, it's been a really interesting year, horrible for some, okay for others, um, and, you know, of course, fruitful for some that have been able to pivot accordingly. But for the most part, it's been <laughs> it's been jam-packed with a lot of negative and it's easy to assume that our energy is probably not where it could be. And I've got eight ideas that I'd like to throw at you guys to reset, just things I was journaling on this morning that I've tried to implement into my life over the last sort of three, four, five months that have been fucking paramount and and really powerful. And I'm far from perfect, believe me. If you are a first time listener, be the first, <laughs> let me take this opportunity to assure you that I'm very much in the trenches with you guys. And I don't speak from a place of authoritarianism. It's more so from a place of observation and and a willingness to want to contribute in some way and, and add value if I can from my learning. So um Without further ado, let me dive into really, really at a surface level, eight ways for you to um, reset our energy coming into the new year, right? You could argue that our the quality of our life is largely determined by how much fucking energy we have to enjoy it. So I think it's really important to audit ways that are or audit areas that are sucking or draining energy from our lives and ways that we can build some energy back into our lives, right? So we have a bit more spring in our step and ultimately enjoy life as much as possible, right? Which is ultimately what it's all about. So what the fuck are these eight things? Let's dive in and let's see how quickly we can get through them. Again, it's surface level stuff. I want to just plant the seed for you guys to kind of marinate and meditate on these ideas and see what resonates for you. Okay. If you have a favorite, let me know. If you have any others, please let me know, but let's dive in. Now, the first one is an obvious one. It's to cut or certainly limit, I should say, social media. Look, it can be a powerful tool. I'm likely going to promote this episode on some of the platforms, but if you find yourself filling the void or trying to fill time by jumping onto social, scrolling through the feed, all of us are guilty, I imagine, to some extent. Um, but if this is a large part of your day where you're spending a significant amount of time just refreshing the news feed, I can't tell, well, I can tell you, I won't dive into the science too much right now, but that is draining your energy in more ways than you can imagine. I highly encourage you to connect with Dr. Judd Brewer or even just listen to the episode I did with him 
um, a few months back now. He talks about why Facebook is like heroin. It's just a little funny anecdote, but he goes into the science of it and essentially just trains our nervous system to crave that dopamine hit we get from notifications. Now, let me take this opportunity as well to express that I don't have any real beef with socials in general. It can be a really powerful tool to promote um, and, of course, to connect with people. But if you are finding yourself, and be really honest here, if you're finding yourself just constantly scrolling to fill the time, that is draining so much fucking energy. So that's the best place to start is to start auditing how much time you spend on social. And every time you catch yourself out, just put your phone away. I promise you it will move in the direction of more energy coming into the new year. The second one is just around negative people. Now, um, this gets talked about a lot. You know, it's almost part of the the 101 basics class when it comes to personal development is to is to cut out negative people in your life. And I agree aggressively. You know, I got no beef with that idea, right? If people are just have a negative vibe, negative energy, their perspective on life is super, super draining. Um, it's just not fucking worth spending time with them. And I'm really okay with sharing that. Doesn't have doesn't mean necessarily every single person in your life is a fucking saint or a you know, a thought leader, um, but just be very aware of the conversations that you're having with people because those thoughts, ideas, perspectives, gee, I'm off to a flyer, um, and ultimately their energy is having an impact on us whether we, we realize it or not. So the second idea here is just to audit the people you spend time with, which leads into the third idea. How many good people do you have in your life? How often or how regularly are you having Good conversations, uplifting conversations with people, right? It's not necessarily about sitting around singing Kumbaya and praising the Lord. It's ultimately about what ideas or perspectives are you exploring with good people? What's their energy like? I can't tell you how important that is to have in your life. So it's not just about culling negative. It's also about uh, intentionally bringing people into your world more consistently um, to have really cool conversations about life, right? Share your thoughts. Be open to theirs and kind of riff on different ideas. I do that a lot, of course, and I do it on a public platform, but um, I, I really encourage you to to um, to do more of that. <laughs> the fourth idea is around purpose and intentionality as a general idea. So if you find yourself just sort of rolling up to work, um, clocking in your you know eight, nine hours, and then rolling out of work and getting home, jumping on socials and just sort of having no real purpose or intentionality, particularly as you start to near you know your late 20s, 30s and into your 40s and above, if there's that lack of purpose, it doesn't have to be grandiose, just some level of intentionality about the work you do and the way you show up in the world, that is super draining. There's a lot of science around uh, just this human desire or drive to have a sense of purpose and i've shared a lot of this stuff on previous episodes and i encourage you guys just to explore it more and you know in, on different platforms look into the power of purpose and intentionality not only is that um just a a really powerful tool for a deeper sense of fulfillment but a lack of these things is draining right so if you find yourself fatigued flat tired often it could be a lack of purpose in our days so give that some thought the fifth one is around having am and pm routines Okay, could do a whole episode on this, but if you just kind of wake up um, and let the day unfold without any sense of control, I suppose, um, man, I'm sure I don't have to tell you how chaotic life can be, right? So, and that can get super, super draining. So, control the controllable. 
And I would suggest or almost argue that our AMs and our PMs, of course, if you have children and other people in your life, can get a bit more, a bit more, a bit more tricky. But to some extent, we can control our AM routine and our PM routine. Now, super, super briefly, for me personally, as soon as I wake up, it's a cold shower. Then it's just to reset the nervous system, calm the levels of anxiety, you know, feel refreshed and revived. And it's also just to further cultivate that sense of pride in myself for doing hard things, right? So there's only, only benefits that come from that whole other spiel. <laughs> but I start with the cold shower. I then go into a 10 to 15-minute meditation, Vedic style. I've spoken about that or I encourage you to connect with my homie Janoa. He does a lot of work around meditation. Uh, and then it's into journaling. Um, and then often I'll do some stretching, listening to a podcast. Those things are non-negotiable. That's how I start my day almost every day. Okay. So I encourage you to have something that suits what's going to make the most sense for you that gives you that sense of control before you then roll into the, the variables of the day. So build an AM routine and then a PM routine is just as important. For me personally, I need to have my temperature. <laughs> I'm not an amazing sleeper if I just kind of fucking fall into bed. I need to do a few things. So for me, it's about setting the temperature right. Um, I might have a bit of a read or listen to something or even just watch a silly TV show, just something to kind of calm the nervous system. Um, I have a lot of water, not just before bed, but I hydrate in the couple of hours leading up to bed. Uh, and specifically in that last half an hour block, I make sure I've got my blue light blockers on to avoid any blue light disrupting my um, my sleep. And I'll have, a, I'll have a tea, which is like my super tea, which is <laughs> chamomile tea with peppermint. Uh, and then I have some CBD oil. Um, shout out to my homie Dave for hooking me up there. And I'll have some lion's mane, some reiki mushroom extracts, and I'll have some GABA powder, which is like an, which is like a um, concentrated neurotransmitter. And all that stuff is really good for the nervous system and, and for sleep. So I do those things almost every evening. And then the middle of the, my AM and PM um, is where I have the least control. Uh, but having control of those, the start and the end of the day, just gives me a sense of power, I suppose, sense of control. And it ultimately stops the, the energy draining that can come from life. Fuck, bit of a ramble, but hopefully that makes some sense. What are we up to? Number five, five I think. Five is physiology. Look, exercise, sleep, nutrition. It's a whole other spiel we can go into there. But if you're not dialed into that stuff, I know a lot of the people that I connect with are pretty good with their routines. Um, but if you're not, fucking start there. Move your body, prioritize sleep, and eat, eat well if you want to have a more <coughs> heightened sense of energy. Number six is transition moments and resetting intentionality for the moment. I've spoken about this on a previous episode recently, but any opportunity you have, whether you're at work, on the drive home from work, you know, going on lunch break, um, you know, jumping in the car to go to the shops, whatever it is, transition moments that we have consistently throughout the day, use those to take a few deep breaths, reset, and consider what is your intention for the next moment, the next experience, the next conversation. Right, don't fall to default status because often that can be super draining. Right, what's the intentionality? What's important? Um, and while that seems like a lot of brain work, if we can train ourselves to do that more regularly, I promise you, having that clear intention just for the moment will create a more um, heightened sense of energy. Number seven is having bright lines in our lives, which. Uh, essentially means these are parameters that you do not go outside of. It could be values. It could be very clearly defined action items. For example, um, it could be cold showers every morning. It could be you don't, you know, you don't do illicit substances. You don't drink to get drunk. You 
always read before every single day for at least 10 minutes. What, I'm not here to tell you what they should or should not be in this particular episode, but having bright lines gives you a sense of flexibility. It's like the old paradox of discipline equals freedom. And having those bright lines to operate in means you don't have to constantly analyze or think too much about what you can and can't do. You can kind of flexibly operate on a daily basis and save the mental bandwidth knowing what these bright lines already are. And then number eight is what information are you you consuming? I'd argue that this podcast is a good thing for you, Um, but who else are you listening to? Uh, 2020 has been a fucked year for the news. I can't stand the news. That's me personally. I mean, it's always important to stay up to date with with current events to some extent. Um, But what else are you consuming? Who are you listening to? It's not just the people or friends, family that you have in your life that you spend a lot of time with, but what radio, podcasts, things of that nature, music are you listening to has a big impact. Again, not necessarily the platform in this episode to say what's right or wrong, but just consider what information is going into your fucking noggin because that's ultimately going to create a level of thinking patterns which will have a big energy, a big impact on our energy. Hopefully that makes sense. I've gone longer than I was hoping to, but there's eight ways or eight ideas to consider just to reset that, that level of energy, right? It is such a hot commodity. I'd argue that energy and time um, are the biggest commodities coming into 2021. So make sure we get this right. If you have any other ideas about how you um, either bring more energy into your life or close the leaks um, for energy drains in your life, let me know. Um, but that's really it for now. Merry Christmas once again, and I'll speak to you a bit more in 2021. Wow.